Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's poppin', my dirties? It is uh, December uh, 3rd, Thursday, December 3rd, 2015. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, and I'd like to welcome to the program uh, my co-host, the uh, Richter to my O'Brien, the McMahon to my Carson, the Schaefer to my Letterman, the girl who shits on a glass coffee table to my Danny Thomas, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan Weeks, how are you, man? Good, man. How you doing, man? What's going on, man? Missing more than just your body. So, I feel like, you know, this is the first time that we've done the show in a long time, but I feel like I just fucking saw you. I just saw you. I feel like I just saw you, too. I mean, I feel like I've seen you a lot. Yeah. Lately. No? That's, no good? So, yeah, it's the first time I've ever felt like that doing this show. I know. I know. It's been a long time. That was a long time coming. I don't think I saw you in person for, like, six months at least. Ridiculous. Yeah. So you, you call, you're saying I'm fat again is what you're saying? No, I didn't say that. No, you're not fat at all. What are you talking about? Feel not, I don't know. We took a took an Instagram photo today of uh, uh, the the old because what happened was the old paralegals from the law firm that I used to work at and I we all went to um, uh, this place for lunch because this kid Matt Vasky was in town the kid who eats the corn from Iowa and um, or plants the corn or something I don't know he has corn and horses and shit in a farm um, but. He uh, said, uh, I mean, he, w- well, we took the picture, and uh, it, and then I looked at it, and I, I by far, I, you know, I'm the one who looks like a, a whale in that uh, photograph. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. You're just being self-conscious. No, I saw that picture. You're, you don't look like a whale. You look like a, you know, a uh, killer whale. No good? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Are killer whales fat? They sound fat, too. No, no. They're uh, muscular and they're lean, mean fighting machines. They just, like, kill things all the time. Oh, well, yeah. That, that's me. No good? Uh, so the reason that uh, we, we're saying that we've seen each other a bunch of times recently is because I uh, saw weeks like three times over this last weekend for Thanksgiving, which is a rare treat. A rare treat. Yeah, it was a great treat to see. Yes, yes. It was very fun. It was actually, we didn't hang out that long, but it was a great time. Like, me and yeah. Andrew were both old men. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that? Uh, we we didn't hang out much later. We were, it was like 9 p.m. But it was yep. great. It felt like uh, old times. And uh, it was good that Johnny Murphy came by and gave us you know the news the following day. But good to see Jay for a little bit. And uh just too bad we didn't have the old uh, the old rest of the crew with uh, Profodi, Jesus, and uh, uh, Scotty Spees and Julian. Yep. 
Yeah, so our our friend John Robert Wallace Murphy and his wife Walita surprised us when we were visiting our friend Jason the other night when he was a chef at this restaurant uh, where you know we we both felt very sick after eating there. But John oh, and terrible food, terrible. Har- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, I think the food was good. I think it may have just been poisoned intentionally by Jay. I think so too. <laughs> I think it had something to do with the shrooms. That manager was not happy, though, with the bill. He was not happy. <laughs> and it was interesting because Jay was like, when he came over at the at the beginning before he poisoned us, he was like, you need to sit in the booth with the thing and you need to get the salt and pepper and the jello and the thing with the pudding. And um, the, yeah, so I... I so then he sends us these complimentary um, – by the way, I don't think anyone has a clue what the hell we're talking about so far. This is just – this is not a show right now. This is just a conversation that we could have, be having on the cell phone. Um, so if anyone doesn't understand, uh, tweet at me, and I'll respond uh, next week. So uh, he is uh, – you know, th- this kid, J- Jay, he's a great chef, um, but he sent over these complimentary um, – Mushroom croquettes, and I think that yes. they were—I think they were poisoned. I think they were just like too heavy, man. They were ridiculous. Each croquette was—it it looked okay, but it was so heavy when you ate it, it was like it killed you, just like that food tank. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the the poon um, the poon tang. What do you call that dish? Poon tang. Yeah, it's the poon tang, right? The uh... Yeah, punani vagina. Isn't that a punani vagina? The monologue is getting twisted. What is that it's from? Uh, we got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. I'm from New York, New York. Oh, baby, murder. <laughs> and then Fat Joe comes up and he's like, "Brother, I can see the coke in your nose. This ain't a movie either. He got a head on Crack, 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 crack." And then and then Jadakiss. And then Jadakiss. Song with Ashanti. He has a new song with Ashanti out. No, no, I thought he's working on a new record with her or something like that. Something Uh, monumental. uh, You don't even listen to the Breakfast Club on YouTube sometimes. No, and is YouTube the first place that that airs? I thought it aired on the radio. No, it's on the radio. Okay, and yeah, well, well, and then so you have. We'll get to that in a second, but you have Ja, who's all like, murder, and then you have Fat Joe, who goes, crack, 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 and then you have Jadakiss, who comes up, he's like, <laughs> you know, it's a great, <laughs> it's a great, that was a good, um, that was a great impersonation of uh, Jadakiss. Thank you, thank you, I agree, it's fantastic. So you're, <laughs> um, you're listening to this, you're watching this show on YouTube a lot, the, the Brefix Club, tell me about this, what's going on? Oh, it's great! It's just like these three guys uh, uh, interviewing these old rap stars that we're, we're we're familiar with. A lot of people they have a lot of new rap stars, but they really interview a lot of these old '90s and early 2000s rap stars. And you'll see DMX on there, uh, Jay Z, Nas, everybody you know and used to know, and they really talk about everything. It's amazing. It's like uh, you know, I'm I'm mostly amazed by how a lot of these musicians uh, they don't just do rap, but they do a lot of you know, different kinds of businesses. Like Cameron, I didn't know he owned several gas stations and uh, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of side businesses and everything like that. And it's pretty amazing. What is Cameron doing owning gas stations? I have no idea. He was like, 
you know, the, the way he talks about it, he's like, you know, I don't like to tell people I own these gas stations. And uh, he's like, you know, you have to diversify your business. You know, I'm not just in the rap game. You know, rap is just a side project, you know, that kind of thing. Let me ask and you actually, something. I was, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. I insist. No, I was just amazed at how, uh, you know, really business savvy some of these guys are. You know, so you, you, you know, I used to think that they're all struggling, like, yeah. Uh, but no, they all have to like a little contingency plan. Let me ask you something. The the do you think Cameron sometimes will go to these gas stations and pump the gas, and when uh like ladies drive up in their Ford Focuses or whatever, and they roll down the window, you think that he's he comes up and he's like, "Hey ma," and she's like, "What's up?" and he's like. <laughs> I drink, and she's like, me too. And they're like, we're going to get it now. Nah, nah, nah. I'm a bumpy gas right now. Nah. <laughs> I'm a bumpy I'm a, I'm a gas right now. That was great. <laughs> I'm a bumpy gas right now. Nah. <laughs> I think that's the origin of the song. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Cameron was pumping gas, and he was trying to holler at a lady, and he was like, hey, Ma, it's tough. I drink, me too. Uh-huh. Uh, we gotta get out of gas nah. <laughs> and, and, and then she's like, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> um, yeah, but that that is uh, interesting because you know I don't really all I know about these days really is like boy bands like AJR and 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 teen teeny boppers like Justin Bieber and Shawn Mendes. I, I I listen to a lot of things that I shouldn't probably and. Right. Uh, and then with because you know <laughs> rap has gotten so bad and i i don't like yeah. um you know we talked about this before it's so hard to care like i've tried to care about Kendrick Lamar and i just cannot and i've tried and, right. and i'm not saying he's not talented he is and i've tried to care about drake but i cannot and i'm not saying that he's talented he's not and it's just so <laughs> hard to care about these guys it's like what i you know what i miss and this is not even like what most people consider the golden age of hip hop, but I miss um, that beef between uh, Ja Rule and Shady mm-hmm. Aftermath, you know, between right. Ja and Fifty and M and and everyone and and like and that song where that came out when was like remember when Ja came out with that song called um, Loose Change and he was like. M, you say your mother's a crackhead and Kim is a known slut. So what you think Haley gonna be when she grows up? Murder. Which was like the most fucked up line about his little daughter. And and then like and then Eminem and and uh what's the name and Buster Rhymes came back and uh, what did he say? Buster Rhymes was like, like I think about the game and what it's like and what would it be without you? And he does his oh. impression and it was just man, that was a good time. You have a good memory of this. Oh my God! You're like you should be on the show. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that was your time. I I love that beef. I think Ja Rule got murdered, unfortunately, and yeah, I think he got kind of like a bad rap. Nobody kind of, and that's what he talks about on the show. He's like, uh, nobody came out to help him. Nobody really showed support for him. They just kind of, you know, uh, his fans and even the rappers that he was associated with kind of just like distanced themselves and let him get clobbered. Um, well, what about yeah, Fat know. Joe and Jadakiss, though? What about those two with That's the new New York? Yeah. That's true. That's true. And Ergotti uh, and all those guys. Whoa. And, uh, the feds kind of, kind of invaded, um, what is it? Uh, what is it? Record company. I forget. Uh, Who? But, uh, 50 Cent? Invaded, 
No, the, the oh, John Rule and Irv yeah, the, the Inc. Murder Inc. The yeah, Inc. the Inc. Yeah, when they got uh, you know, investigated <laughs> by the FBI, uh, how many people just dropped away, like Ashanti and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of blame Eminem and 50 Cent. I think Eminem and 50 Cent oh. kind of, in a way, ruined the game. Well, you know? th- yeah, but I mean, but that's what that there was what there what was making it so interesting. But yes, also the the thing is, people like Fifty Cent single handedly destroyed Ja Rule's career. Like it was it was right. insane because nobody seems to fucking remember. But from like 1999 to to 2004 or something, any party you went to was playing Ja Rule. Anywhere you go, you would right. hear. So all my brothers that be living it up would say, or I'm not always there when you call, but I'm always yeah. on time. Or the baby girl put Can it I on a what, what? Or every little thing that we do, uh-uh, should be between yeah. me and you. Can I get a what, what? <laughs> you know, and that was like the first one with Jigga. And then, it like, every job was all over the parties and whatever I was going to in that era. And then as soon as 50 came out with Get Rich or Die Trying, that entire album was about Ja Rule. Anytime he insults someone, every single song in that album is about Ja Rule. And, pe- and people love 50 so much that that, that totally destroyed ja- That's another thing, like what we were talking about the other day. There's People see mm-hmm. things in black and white and no shades of gray. Like they, They're like, mm-hmm. they either love Ja or they hate Ja, but they never are like, well, Ja, right. maybe... Maybe he fell apart when 50 Cent did this, but but he had some bangers in his day, and I still like him, you know? I totally agree. He had a lot of good songs, and that part of hip-hop was great. I mean, he like, and that part of hip-hop needed to flourish instead of, like, uh, 50 Cent's Eugene Unit and, and Eminem just destroying it. I mean, and then they mm-hmm. became, like, the dominant part of hip-hop, and then they just fell away somehow. I don't know what happened there. But 50 Cent and Junior, I think, ruined rap as we know it. <laughs> it's interesting that you say that because I've told you this before. That is my exact theory about rock is because, like you're mm-hmm. saying, that the people who came around who were the biggest, so Eminem and, and 50 and stuff who had that amazing, you know, surge with the whole G-U-N-I-T and Eminem. Yeah, and the say G-U-N-I-T. <laughs> oh, by the way, do you remember when um, Vanessa Carlton signed with Murder, Inc. for that time period? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> what I wonder is why they never made a remix that was like, that was like I would walk a thousand miles <laughs> if I could just murder <laughs> you <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I'm a bummy guy tonight. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. I think they should have, they should have done that. I don't know why they didn't put that out. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, uh, what else? What else? Um, oh, that's what I was gonna say. Is that that's that's my theory with the rock and roll is uh, that when the big band when in the '90s, like there was this amazing music that was going on in the early to right. mid '90s, like. Counting Crows, Collective Soul, Soul Asylum, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Soundgarden, all this Pearl mm-hmm. Jam. Uh, and then um, my boys, Hootie and the Blowfish, came out, and and things were not as, you know, it was really happy. And you couldn't turn a corner without hearing, only want to be with you. And <laughs> then and, and then, then that, that kind of ruined rock, because then that's what provided the transition from, like, the grunge and alternative era into... 
Hanson and Backstreet Boys and Britney and Christina right. and Jessica Simpson and Mandy Moore and Sync and all these uh, those acts were not being played on pop radio in the early '90s. It was alternative rock being played on like KC101 or Kiss 95.7. And then Hootie came out, and that provided the transition. So even though I love them, they ruined rock. Right. Even though I love Eminem and them, eh, maybe you have a point. I don't know. Absolutely correct. I think you're right about that. I, you know, I didn't even think about that in terms of rock. That's a really in-depth thinking. I think you're right. Hootie and Blowfish, although they're great, are probably the worst thing to ever happen to rock and roll of all time. <laughs> the worst, worst thing to happen to music in general, maybe, because, you know, it's like uh, 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 th- that era was the greatest era of music to me, that early to mid-90s rock. So have you ever gone to, like, a Darius Rucker or Hootie the Blowfish concert and Yelled out, thanks for ruining everything. Yeah, well, we went we went together that time, and 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 we. Yes, we, we did. That was great. <laughs> it, did Did you see them once or twice? I saw them once, only once, unfortunately. Oh, okay, got it. Well, do they um, even tour anymore? No, because they, because Darius is huge in um, um, country. So Darius they, is like the biggest country star of all time. He's like a top five country star now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a huge country star now, and I could not be happier for him. Um, but uh, but yeah, but remember when they reunited uh, last year was mm-hmm. for uh, for David Letterman. He wanted them to you know, and that's how they reunited. Ah, see, that's nice. That's nice. I mean, the, the Blowfish got to get some love too. I mean, he's got to get back with the Blowfish. Come on, what, what's going on with him? No, he is not Hootie, and there are no Blowfish. That's just the name of the band. No one oh, okay. is. No one is. Hey, John Weeks, do you realize that right now nobody is listening to our show because everybody in America is watching The Wiz on uh, NBC, The Wiz Live. Yeah, what the hell is that? Is that like a? Are they remaking that crap? I don't. I don't know how to <laughs> make that. <laughs> That's not very nice. The Wiz is a classic. That wasn't very nice. I mean, it was great. It was a great Michael Jackson uh, thing, but you know, I don't know why they're remaking. Who's there? who's who's replaced Michael Jackson? I think Cameron. Uh, what are you kidding? Me? <laughs> no, no, he's too busy pumping gas. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so the I learned through, and I really hope no one's listening now because I heard through the grapevine that. Um, a friend of mine from a long time ago posted a Craigslist ad asking to be urinated on, and um, and he posts as his Facebook status the other day, is anybody having a whiz party? <laughs> is anybody having a whiz party Thursday night that I can crash? <laughs> <laughs> like he should not be saying that. No, he should not be saying that at all. No, not at all. Oh, oh my God. gosh, I saw that. That was hilarious. That was amazing. That was amazing. Um, really amazing. By the way, some somebody just like wrote the word. I just saw a notification on my Apple Watch. Someone said something about Facebook, and and is he, is he hearing that right now? Can he tell me not to talk about it? Well, he he's the one who shouldn't he be, might be asking. Able to. I mean, is he? He might be having the whiz party right now. <laughs> I 
I think he has whiz parties every night. It's just that this is the only one that other people <laughs> are taking. Why is the whiz such a big thing? The whiz was 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 pretty horrible. Why do you think that the whiz was not horrible? I don't think. I, well, I didn't watch it. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't say that. Uh, but you know, I don't know why they would try to remake that. What uh, what would inspire someone to remake that? Who's is there anybody famous in there? Uh, yeah, Diana Ross, Michael Jackson. You just said uh, wasn't Nipsey Russell the the Tin Man? Oh yeah, yeah, that one was good. I don't know why they would remake it though. I mean, I don't. <laughs> no one can touch Michael Jackson. You know, it's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, Let I don't know. Alone. Well, it's all about money. Speaking of fat, yeah. John Weeks, how about we do we, we bring back an old segment that uh, we haven't done in a long time? Is uh, I will uh, open up these fortune cookies and read our fortune. So this one. Uh, you I tell me, this. is this, yeah, well, that's, I guess that's the, the advantage of being fat again, is now I have fortune <laughs> cookies around from ordering Chinese food. Um, good, good for you. You gotta get fat every once in a while. <laughs> it, it tends to happen every year around this time. Anyway, what, um, is this, the one I'm opening now, is it your, uh, fortune or mine? This is yours. All right, this is mine, and I'm opening it, and I hope the crumbs don't get all over the place. All get the right. crumbs everywhere. Mine says, uh, oh, that's the wrong side. It says, a smile is, near, is nearly always inspired by another smile. Wow. That's that is a deep right there. bullshit fortune right there. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't really tell you anything. It's like obvious. <laughs> obvious. Uh, suddenly you became a, a valley girl. Uh, obvious. You're like one of these tweens <laughs> tweeting about Jonas Brothers. Um, okay. And this one that I'm opening now, this is yours. Okay. All right. And your fortune says, holy shit. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. There's, there's no paper in here. It's just. Are you serious? You have an Are empty future. Yeah, it's empty, bro. Oh my god, that is an omen. That's not a good sign at all. No, that's terrible. Oh that's worse than getting a Lord. bad fortune. Oh my god. I mean, what, so I had no fortune. What is no. the future wide open now? What am I? What am I? Nothing. I think it's empty. I think you can fade into the abyss. And nobody will care. <laughs> Just kidding. That is so uh, reassuring. Oh my God, this is that's awful. I mean, this is horrible. Oh yeah. my. V- Vinny, Vinny will care. You remember him? Yes, of course I remember Vinny. He's by the way, he's upset that he that we did not mention Run DMC, Boogie Down Productions, Slick Rick, Public Enemy, Eric B, and Rakim, to name a few. But what did I tell you last week, Weeks? Rakim may be coming on the show, so Vinny, you know, shut the fuck up. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to do a show here. All right. Shut um, the hell up, Vinny. <laughs> so, except we need to hear for when the wizard misbehaves because he's doing that more That's and more. Right. He's got a bad attitude, bad attitude wizard lately. Oh, terrible attitude. I, I, like, I like Vinny much more. <laughs> we gotta keep video. Let's kick let's kick out Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy got he's gotta get readjusted, man. He's 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 gone off the deep end. He's not 
But how will we tell him? We, he's about to call in in seven minutes. We can't tell him he's out. Uh, we'll keep him. We'll keep him. We'll keep him. We'll, you know, we'll see how he goes. Next couple of shows. He's, he's really, he's, he's really got, gone off the deep end. He's nuts. He's mad. He's angry. He's just nuts. That Danny Pintoro episode made no sense whatsoever uh, with uh, Fogarty. With Fogarty. Um, okay, no, and uh, this fortune is for the both of us, okay? So mine was okay. bullshit. Yours was horrible. Was nothing. <laughs> Just awful. Like, that was the worst Just... thing you could and then this, <laughs> And then this one says, um, this one says, Shang-Zi, uh, wait, says, wait, actually, I think I could read. Actually, let me read the numbers. These are my lucky numbers, and let me see if I can remember how to say them from Chinese class. So this, uh, uh, Arju, you remember what that would be? Arju? What is that, Arju? Oh, wait, no, not R, no. Shuju. Shuju is 19. And then Su is 4. E-R sun Su. 4. And then 27 is Arshu Ba. Arshiba, I think, and then think ten, so. ten is sure, and then sure. E Asan Su Wu Liu Chi seven is Chi, I think Chi, and then sixteen right. is Shi. What E Asan Su Wu? E Asan Su Chi Wu. What's six? Ba? How do you say six? E, I think e isn't Ba seven? Liu 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 It's Chi Liu. So, okay, so we got it. So that's 19, 4, 27, 10, 7, and 16. Eventually, we remembered how to say them. And this is both of our shits. And it says, a schedule defends from chaos and whim. That sounds like a Charlie Sheen quote to me. <laughs> it does. Tiger blood. Yeah, what does this mean? A schedule defends from chaos and whim. I have no idea. A schedule ascends from chaos and a whim? Defense. Defense. A schedule defends from chaos and whim. Not even a whim. Whim. I don't even know. I'm confused by this. Defense? Yeah, defense. This is terrible. This, I mean, I mean, like, I guess it got, that means we have to be orderly and uh, organized uh, and, uh, you know, get our shit together. <laughs> By the I way, know. I, I just got a text. For, we, we got lunch today, me, B. Marsh, and all the old paralegals from the law firm. And, yeah. And, and we, we all split up the bill, and then the and then B. Marsh paid for himself and Ellie and mm-hmm. because Ellie had left. And the idea was that Ellie was going to – that B. Marsh – Ellie was just going to Venmo B. Marsh. And B. Marsh just texts, Ellie kindly requests that we Venmo each other so that we paid what we ordered instead of splitting the bill five ways. What the fuck? You can't pull that shit now. No, it's too late. You can't do that. That's ridiculous. I mean, look at the mess that we got into uh, at the restaurant. I mean, you know, he wasn't happy about that. I think we're barred for life. I think Jay's going to get fired because of that. I'm going to tell him this is a mess. No one has the bill in front of them. Uh, do you know what everyone owes? <laughs> That's a mess. You can't do that. You can't go back to the bill. You can't go back in time. No, no, and I'm bringing up now because he really hates when I talk uh, about him on the show, so I have to make sure that I do it uh, every What's show. What's wrong with B-Marsh? B-Marsh has got some problems. You know, he's the um, ninja assassin known as the Guitar Hero. 
<laughs> What's going on with you, Marsh? Where are you working nowadays? Anyway. I don't. I honestly don't know. He says the name of it sometimes, and I don't. I don't remember. But he's like he's doing well. Um, that's a, a friend of uh, uh, Weeks's from way back when. So, oh, one of my best friends. Oh, speaking of Weeks, by the way, I got a. Um, there was a time when I I was like, I really don't want to go to the concert by myself, but no one's gonna go with me. I don't remember where it was. I don't remember. It would maybe it was Rob Thomas or R. Kelly or one of these shows. And um, and and so I looked up on the app store, like there must be an app for people who want to go to concerts, um, who are like Concert Buddy or something. And right. check this out. Uh, you know, I, I downloaded this app called T- um, Taste Buds. And five days ago, I got a message from a 31-year-old female from London. And she said, this is the first, or actually, no, I got a message from one dude a month ago. But he's old. Mm-hmm. And she, but she said, "Hey, Blaze and Rye, I'm from London. I'm visiting New York next week, and I'm looking for some friendly people to keep me company on a couple of club nights I'm going to. Thursday third output to see Arca, and Friday fourth to see Flamingosis at Output. Are you free? You seem genuine from your pick. I had been messaging females, but I only got one reply from nine messages." I'm just after company on the dance floor. What say you? Question mark, exclamation point. And then she wrote a little later, my profile is minimal. If you have questions about me, please do ask. So uh, I Uh-oh. let two, two days go by without saying anything. And then um, I wrote back, um, hello, Tasty Beats. Sorry, I'm just getting back to you now. I'm not sure yet if I'm free those nights. I unfortunately have a busy week. What time are these shows and how much are they? You're not catfishing me, are you? And then she said, Ha ha, nope, I'm not catfishing, lol, exclamation point. Yeah, I'm actually Derek with a beer belly, dot, 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 not. I genuinely am, <laughs> I genuinely am a quirky Asian chick that likes to party despite appearances. I don't, I don't know what she means by that. She's not dressed as a nun or anything like that. And then she says, I'm meeting up with two other people, possibly one guy, one gal. Ooh, la, la. Thursday, I plan on going to see Arca at Output, $15 in advance, and Friday, TBC. TBC? What does that mean? TBC? Is that like TV. a – isn't that like a pipe or that, that show that sells things? TBC? Isn't it frozen yogurt, TBC? Or toasted honey bun? It's like a pipe. Yeah, I thought it was like plumber's pipe. All right, so she's she's going to get some pipe. It's late lay pipe, isn't that a thing? Anyway, she says Saturday. I'm now going to an underground party. I'm so excited! In all caps, I couldn't sleep last night. My name is Raja or Raja or Razia. I, I won't I won't be checking this thing this again now. So do email me at and she gives her email address her Jamalia and she says. I am solo on Thursday Eve, I think, question mark, exclamation point, and solo Friday in the day slash pos Eve. I will be f- with friends from Saturday morning. I'm free for brunch on Sunday at 1130. Anyways, email me if you are brave enough. What do you think I should do with that? I, I think you should go. I think you should email her. Yeah, I think this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> we got we to pause. We got to pause because you know what time it is, Weeks. We'll, we'll get back to this, but we got to pause. It's hot mess awards. Yep. Oh, poor Oh, I'm a mess, I'm a mess, I'm a mess with 
Fogarty. Oh, because I'm a liar. What the hell? I'm a liar. He's on down the road. Because I'm a liar. Tom Fogarty and the Wiz. Uh, David Allen Greer. He's fabulous. He's the best one of them so far. Oh, oh wonderful. Oh, it's, it's a tad lifeless. It's sort of making me wish for Carrie Underwood again. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What was she in? She was in Cinderella? No, she was uh, Sound of Music. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. right, right, right. The hills are alive. <laughs> um, well, what you been up to, Tommy boy? I, I heard you've been getting into some trouble. What you talking about, Willie? I don't know. I'm just making it up. I thought you would have a story. I get no. I'm just trying. I got my goddamn knee on the bend, so I'm still trying oh, to mend that, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you it have ain't it? no fun walking and shit. Are you Ooh. are you dipping it in water? Say what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who is your first hot mess, sire? My first hot mess is this new fucking show on My Nine New Jersey called Crazy Ooh. Talk. Have you caught this? No. It's got that skinny, tall Jewish kid that had some show on, like, the local NBC where he would, like, ask people shit on the street. Billy, Billy oh. Eichner? No, no. Sort of sweeter and more, you know, less. Less obtrusive than that. And then the okay. other kid, like she's trying to be Amber Riley's older sister. Anyway, they sit around and they watch clips from reality TV shows. Gee, don't the people on the couch do that already? And it's so much better. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh, that's so soft. Yeah. By the way, I can barely hear you over the singing in the background. Oh, I'm sorry. Put that down, Tommy boy. I'm in another room. The missus is watching it. Oh damn, she got it on loud. She must her hearing is going. No, that's what you gotta do with a musical. And and who is who is your second hot mess, sire? (laughs) My second hot mess is all the ignorant assholes that are tweeting and blowing shit up wanting to know why the whiz is an all black cast. Hello. (laughs) Hello. It's supposed to be. Yeah, you think? It's supposed to be. <laughs> Who who's That's tweeting crazy. that? Like children? Uh, Twenty? Tw- is it twenty-three? Assholes. Okay. Just ignorant motherfuckers. Hate oh. them. And who yep. is your final hot mess, sire? Well, I'm not sure. This, this whole thing is just sort of a hot mess. But this this damn funky ass cancer called squamous non-small cell. Ooh, what the hell is that? I know, squamous non-small cell. I guess that means it's some big-ass cell. But what the hell is a squamous? Anyway, the ad that they're running, apparently the the, the drug to take for this is Il Devo. Now, I'm sorry, I am not listening to three motherfucking Italian tennis try to out Andre Bolimoncello, Bolimoncello. What's his name again? Andre Bolimoncello. Ooh. I like some limoncello. Yeah, me too. I like Andre. <laughs> you know, one time with Andre, um, my friend, we were in Los Angeles, and my friend Bryce says to my friend Ignacio, he was like, but Andrea Bocelli's kind of weird, man. Like, 
he was on the Tonight Show and like his eyes, he was doing something weird with his eyes and Ignacio was like, he's blind, you idiot. I was going to say, did they know he was blind? He did not. He did not yeah. know. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I think he'd be so much hotter if he, you know, slapped some sunglasses on. <laughs> some Gucci's. Um, are you guys like? Have you how how wet are your cocks right now? Are you ready to oh, go? Oh, I've been wet. <laughs> I've been dripping since about six. <laughs> it's like a terrarium. I know. I should probably go to the free clinic for that. But hey, what can Ooh. I? Well, you can't go to Chelsea anymore because that moved up to like Riverside Avenue or something. You got to go all the way uptown. It moved on up. Moved on up the road. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's open up that joke bag. Cue the strings and the horns. It was very catchy. I'm a Tom Fogarty, start us off. Kathy Lee and Heart of the Codpiece. Showed Michael Bublé size new video, Daddy, on the Today Show yesterday, to which the crooner said, I don't want to live in this world anymore. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Sai. Welcome Gundam style. Welcome Gundam style. Welcome Gundam style. Hey, lady. Hey, lady. It, you know, it occurs to me that the same kid, my friend Bryce, who thought that um, Andrea Bocelli's eyes were weird, he also uh, said um, about, uh, you just said Hoda the Cod piece. He, sa- he was saying cock piece, like cock. Oh. And yeah. and I I was like, why do you keep saying, like, he was saying it seriously. And I was like, it's not cock piece, you idiot. It's cod piece. And he's like, oh, I always thought it was cock piece. Yeah, cock. <laughs> that's right up there with the the girl in Lulu's middle grade high, her middle high school class, where the report that she did on oh my god, early American history, mm-hmm. she wrote a report on colonial vagina. Ooh, <laughs> and it was consistent throughout. It's not like it was just you know one time and misspelled once. No. <laughs> Apparently there were a lot of settlers and tobacco was being grown in colonial vagina. Yeah. That's what I said the last time I banged Barbara Bush was I got colonial vagina. Uh, 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 you know, I didn't know an interesting thing about Bush is what do you what do you what does a gay man call, you know, the the lady that's on his arm that that, you know, goes out Beard? Yes. Do you know what the equivalent for that is for a lesbian with a man on her arm? No. A bush. Ooh. Uh, That's a We'll get to the second joke eventually. Oh. It ain't me. <laughs> no, no, it no, it ain't me, babe. It, it ain't me. Looking for me. Jermaine Jackson's wife, Halima Rashid, was arrested for domestic violence this week. <laughs> yeah, apparently she didn't like him slapping the thoughts, man. 
<laughs> because it's all about that boss. That that boss. <laughs> we, why did no you say, trouble. Why did you say boss? I, I, I know. Because it's all about that boss. Isn't that like your favorite movie? I threw that joke in it there is. for you. It should, have been, it should have been slapping that face, man. Take it over. Let's face. do it again. Take the whole joke sure. again. Rewind. Jermaine Jackson's wife. Halima Rashid was arrested for domestic violence. <laughs> yeah, apparently she didn't like him slapping that boss, man. <laughs> that boss. I'm sorry. It just, I don't know Blame why. Slapping the it, fish. When I read it with this joke, I say slapping that boss. Slapping <laughs> that face, man. He can flag the dolphin, he can choke the chicken, but he can't slap the bass. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I failed Lynn? again. Linda Ellerby, and then, yeah, that's hence your fortune cookie, your empty fortune cookie. <laughs> Linda Ellerby announced this week she is retiring as Nick News Chief, which was in the paper with the headline, Things We Were Certain Happened 20 Years Ago. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew she was saying, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she retired, like, around the time Cher did her third Retirement tour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in sad news, David Foster and his wife, Yolanda, announced this week that they are getting divorced after four years Ooh. of marriage and nine years together. Foster responded to his wife's request for a divorce by running her over with his car. Uh. It is belong where they can ramble. <laughs> Eagles belong where they can fly. <laughs> I can see, my spirit can run free. Gotta find my corner in the sky, cause I'm a lawyer. Yes, Fogarty. Yeah, Fogarty, killing it. 27 year old Canadian man Kai Shu claims to be a college student while trying to cross the border into the United States. Border agents recognized odd bulges in his pants and found 51 turtles taped to his body, <laughs> including his crotch. I hope that one wasn't a snapping turtle. Is that what the she is get? Yeah. That's what the she is get? Because the, the Islamics get, like, what, 69 virgins? <laughs> and the she is get 51 snapping turtles? Canadians get 51 snapping turtles on their crotch. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Police are searching for missing X-Men producer Eric Kohler. Rumor has it he went rogue. <laughs> this is so clever. So clever, funny, funny guy. <laughs> Facing child abuse charges, Tucson mother Sophia Richter denied her girls were held captive and tortured with music for years. I wonder, was her favorite form of torture? I wonder if it was Michael Bublé. style. Lady. Search engine Bing this week released its most searched terms of 2015. Number one was 
How do I get to Google? <laughs> that's a hell of a joke. I love that joke. <laughs> no, that could be worked into the Find My Corner song real easy. <laughs> yeah, that's very I Find true. My Google. Google map that shit. Yep. Pippin. Tell you. How do I get to Google? He's on down, he's on down the road. <laughs> Unless David Foster is driving, then you don't want to ease on down no road. Oh, no. You're right about that one. He goes oh, the wrong way they can A South African mother was caught trying to sell her baby online. For three hundred and forty-six dollars, even the baby would have been three hundred fifty, even, but it wasn't circumcised. Oh, oh. bad deal there! Wow, I guess oh. that foreskin is worth four bucks, huh? That's oh. right, at least. <laughs> uh, Mark Zuckerberg announced this week he is giving ninety-nine percent of his Facebook stock away to charity while humans have given 99% of their lives to spending time on Facebook. <laughs> You're right about that one, Tommy boy. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets at all. Forget regrets. And I just love the power of unfriending somebody today. It was such a good feeling. Ooh. I'm guessing it had to do with guns. Uh, you guessed it. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah, they're coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. Weeks and I know all about that. Stop terrorism. (laughs) 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 Yeah. British jewelry designer Lily Murphy Johnson is tired of period stigma. So she released a blood red jewelry line inspired by the beauty of menstruation. Ooh. (laughs) Seriously. The fuck does she wear the jewelry? On a clip. <laughs> she got a click cuff. Click cuff. She got a click cuff. Is that like a handcuff for the yeah, clip? Yeah, she got an ovary bracelet. <laughs> oh, oh, is that like the the Nuva ring? Yeah, she got a Nuva ring. That's it. And an ovary bracelet. ring. Ovary bracelet. Ovary bracelet. And Il Duva is singing. I really wish owner to Kel was here for this conversation. <laughs> yeah, she would love it. He would have yeah. lots of contributors. Nah. <laughs> Go ahead, Weeksy boy. I wish Crap. Gloria Steinem was here for this conversation. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, bald headed man ball. walking by my oh. building. <laughs> <laughs> Crash director Paul Haggis was injured in a car crash this week. <laughs> really, Paul? A sequel already? <laughs> I hated that movie. You hated that movie? I so hated that movie. <laughs> tell, tell me why. It was the same year as Magnolia, and they were attempting to be dealing with race relations in the movie, and I thought Magnolia handled it so much fucking better. Ooh. Wow. Without even yeah. being overt, and they were overt and just did a bad job. I see. Yeah, that was that was the major surprise of the like last decade of Oscars was Crash winning Best Picture. Yeah, there's a lot Ooh. of those years. Yeah, like Rocky oh. beating out Network, All the President's Men, and Taxi Driver. Yeah, Ooh, that's cool. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's me. But wasn't Rocky amazing though? It was, but I mean, in retrospect, was it Network amazing? Yeah. No. Wasn't Taxi Driver amazing? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, closing up the joke off. Really, um, before I whoop your ass Gundam style. Oh, are well, you guys well, close well, to? Well. Are you guys close to climax here? I could I be. Am. I'm already. All right, all right. Clean my finger. <laughs> You're rock hard. Harvard University this week announced it has discontinued the use of the title housemaster when referring to the heads of residential housing, as it has connotations of slavery. Jeez. What do they call their dean? The Grand Wizard? Come on! Uh, <laughs> see, I didn't go. I didn't go race at all with it. I went pure sex. Ooh, Ooh way like to go! A, yeah, I was seeing him, the housemaster. Ooh, <laughs> a bunch of dildos lined up and a whip and a crop. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, Tommy boy. Enjoy the rest of your whiz party. You got. I I hear some other people are having a different kind of whiz party tonight. Ooh, housemaster perhaps. Yeah, they're doing PNP with the bareback and all that. Yeah, with the bareback and the Jello with the pudding and the. Speaking of Gloria Steinem, yeah, with the Jello. Ooh, and the pudding. And the pudding. With the jello and the thing and the good night, the wizard, the wizard of the Waverly Place with the homework. That's right. Because I'm a lawyer. <laughs> that was Tom Fogarty with the Hot Mess Awards and Jokes. Um, so, we, we, getting back to what we were discussing prior to uh, our oh-so-rude interruption. Real, I mean, what that was just uh, Exactly. Come on. We, <laughs> you could have waited a little bit? Come on now. Uh, well, no, I'm terrified. After the Pintoro episode when he was, he was like, flipping out on me on Facebook, I didn't I, – I made him wait one minute tonight, and I was horrified, so I had to – I know. Pause. He was getting very angry. I don't know what happened. He, he almost ruined that entire episode. I don't know what – Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he did. But apparently, at least one guy, our friend Vinny, thinks it's hilarious that he, you know, it's it's as he thinks it's amazing how angry Fogarty is. So let's get you back. Know what to, I, I think I think Vinny's amazing, quite frankly. I, I really think I think he has he should have a show of his own. Really, I think the Vinny show. Hey. Vinny Penn, move over, Vinny Penn. Yes, we got a yes. new Vinny. In- <laughs> Vinny Penn, and you know what's crazy about Vinny? Vinny Penn was a DJ on KC101 in uh, New Haven area. And uh, one time they were doing like a, a tennis clinic or something downtown, and I was working at City Hall in New Haven. And um, and uh, they were Vinny was one of the um, doubles people, like doing like a you know expedition match. Uh, oh wow! Or ex- what exhibition? Not expedition. Um, with like I don't know Maria Sharapova or something or whatever was was Ooh. there. They were doing the thing and. Anyway, he it's not his turn at the moment. He's sitting on the bleachers. I'm sitting behind him on the bleachers. And Vinny Penn turns around and says to – guess what Vinny Penn says to me? What does he say? 
You got a pen? <laughs> That's what Vinny Penn said to me in 2002 or so. You got a pen? Oh, you got a pen? Says Vinny and Penn. I, yeah, Vinny Penn. And I said, yes, I do. And I gave him a pen and I said, I listen to you every morning. And he said, oh, thanks, man. And it was a nice moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, he's great. He's he's still around too, right? He's still going strong, Vinny Pat. Is he? I, the two, I don't the know. Two Vinny should uh, combine. Where do you hear Vinny Pat? I don't know, but my dad talks about him all the time. He listens to him. I, I don't. I gotta. I gotta figure it out. What happened? My, he's got to be around still. My favorite was the guy who got you know fired for saying he was gonna molest someone or something. A star from <laughs> Star and Buck Wild. He was my favorite because he would say he would he said shit like. Um, Ooh, Missy Elliott, I don't care how much weight that bitch lost. You couldn't pay me to make out with that nasty-looking <laughs> You know, he would just say this crazy shit all the time, and he would say, Coward Stern, because he, he thought he was a big rival with Howard Stern. Coward Stern. Meanwhile, Howard Stern, like, you know, a billionaire. But but it star, he was my favorite, that star from Star and Buck Wild. He was just a very, you know, no-holds-barred. Yeah, Star's having his own show. What the hell's going on? We need people like that. I think they're, he's been exiled to the internet. Um, so oh. let's get back to this. Let me, let's get back to this last message from this girl, Tasty Beats, from the United Kingdom. Okay. So she says, "Haha, nope, I am not cat- catfishing. Lol. Yeah, I'm actually Derek with a beer belly. Not. I'm a genuinely oh. quirky Asian that likes to party despite appearances." And then she says where she's going and stuff. And then she says, you know, her email address. And anyways, email me if you are brave enough. And uh, and and I you know I don't know I don't know what to do with this I mean I I I you know that my like major goal in life is to go to my room and watch TV do hood rat stuff and yeah uh, it is but you never accomplish that goal whatsoever you're always right. so busy with these social events and functions that you're never able yeah. to do it I got another wedding this uh, weekend Whew. are you kidding me yeah a wedding in Jersey this weekend. I couldn't take it. I, I don't know how you do it. You have, like, a wedding every weekend. This is ridiculous. This is getting nuts. Uh, I, 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 uh, who is this for? What's this wedding for now? Oh, this is Abby Berman. She's getting married to Evan Cohen. And I got to tell you, I nice don't like guy. either name. Both names stink. Well, that's very anti-Semitic of you, first off. <laughs> and second of all... No, the first name. The first name. And she... Um, there used to be a kid, Evan you know what's really confusing about Evans is that in elementary school, there was a kid in my class named Evan Garvin, and they called him Mack Truck because his, his face looked like a Mack Truck. Um, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> so they called him Evan. His name was Evan Garvin. They called him Mack Truck. And then there was a kid in the grade below us named Evan Galvin, G-A-L. Evan Garvin, <laughs> Evan Galvin. It was very confusing. <laughs> That's too many Evans, too many Evans, too many Galvins, Garmin, Galvin. Uh, how yeah. do you even know these people? How do you know so many people? What in the hell is going on? They were in elementary school, and I'm friends on Facebook with Evan Galvin, but not Evan Garvin. That's amazing. How many people are you still friends with from elementary school? Six. Well, that's a good number. That's <laughs> no, a good number. I'm just, no, man, you know me. I'm the king of keeping in touch. That's not the point. The point is uh, this guy, Evan... I like him. He's a nice guy, and and he makes Abby happy. But he his chewing his chewing is disgusting. Oh my God! Again with the chewing. The chewing is 
Uh, oh my! You may not be able to go to this wedding. You're gonna hear him chew. Yeah, I'm gonna look at him chewing the whole damn night, probably. You're gonna be tortured. I mean, this is terrible. This is cruel and unusual punishment. You know, he's gonna go. So, what do you think I should do about this tasty beets? It's uh, it's on a Thursday, right? What what day are you gonna meet up? That's tonight. That's right now. Holy crap! It's tonight. Yeah, or. Or Friday, TBC, whatever that means. She's going to get, you know, pipe, lay pipe. And then, oh, uh, God. not Saturday because of the wedding. And uh, and then Sunday brunch. I mean, I don't want to go, you know, this, if I'm going to do it, I got to go all out. I don't want to go to brunch with this tasty beat. Yeah, you don't want to go to brunch. Brunch is a bad idea. Yes. Uh, what what time tonight? I mean, it's 10 o'clock tonight. What, what are you going to do tonight? I'll go if you come. I can't make it there. I, I go. <laughs> if I was in New York or around there, I'd go. <laughs> I'd find this very funny, actually. But uh, <laughs> I, I think it should go. I think it would be really humorous. Yeah, well, I'm definitely not going to go tonight. I would much rather go to bed. Um, but I, I, I know, I know. It's late, too. <laughs> go, go, go tomorrow. See you tomorrow. No, I don't. Fridays are so long for me. Fridays are so yeah, long. Yeah, they are. They're a terrible day. They're terrible. Yeah. They're terrible because after work I got to go do a thing with the people and it's gonna be another you know I gotta oh do my god thing, you got yeah. another function you go to do another thing wrong with my my Alcoholics Anonymous meeting oh that's 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 big that's big but I think you should meet up with her somehow I mean just I think it'll be it'll be great it'll be it'll be fantastic you'll love it you'll love it well have you ever heard of this place this Chinese restaurant in New York called Vanessa's Dumps oh what. No, you told me about this. I mean, didn't you tell me about this? This place is called Vanessa's Dumps, and it's or, well, it's really called Vanessa's Dumplings, but I call it Vanessa's Dumps, and <laughs> uh, and they have these amazing pork and chive dumplings um, that right. are so delicious, uh, but they smell like hot garbage, and oh. I. And like the last time I, I I went there after I went to the dentist, Doctor Zipkowitz, because it's the only time I ever go to Vanessa's dumps is when I go to Zipkowitz, and then I get the the dumps and I take them on the city bike back up to work, and I'm I'm there with at my desk with them, and I'm like, boy, I hope nobody says anything. And then this girl, she goes, what are you eating? And I said, smell like hot garbage, doesn't it? And she goes, yeah. I said, it's delicious, though, but it does smell like hot garbage. That is true. What do you think about that? I think that's great. I think it's just packaged to a Vanessa's dump. It smells like garbage. Great. Uh, you know, I want to go to this place. I think you should go like this person. Meet with this person there tomorrow. Go to Vanessa's dumps. <laughs> tasty beets. Take tasty beets yeah. to Vanessa's dumps. We can we can smell hot garbage together. Yeah, exactly. I think it'll be hilarious. <laughs> I think you should do it. I think you should definitely do it. Is she coming all the way from London, this girl? What does she expect, though? Does she? She says she wants come. Does she, does she expect that it would be a date, or does she expect that it would be a a a, um, a friend? Well, I mean, what you know, I wouldn't know you how know, to behave. Uh, it's very strange. Based on the writing, it sounds like it's a semi-date, or you know. But I think this, in reality, I think she just wants to hang out with somebody and meet new people. I think it'll be quite humorous. And uh, if she's gonna, she's gonna love you. I'm telling you. You know what I? I it, 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 you know, it occurred to me that um, 
when you were talking just now about how Vinny should have his own show, I agree. And and here's here's what we should do. We should branch out. So right now we got the two shows. We got Blazing Ride Radio. We got Blazing Ride Backstage. We could branch out and then start producing other shows that nobody listens to. So then we could have the the Vinny Hour or whatever. And you know that it'll be part of the Blazing Ride Network. It'd be fantastic. Let's let's do it. I think this is a phenomenal idea. I think. Uh... The more shows we have, the less people will listen to us. I think we'll be phenomenal. I think uh, it's not a bad idea. I think Vinny would be a great talk show host or radio show host. And I think Vinny would be would excel. I think actually he would surpass a great deal. I think I think this is a great idea, actually. We yes. should mentor uh, Vinny. We must produce Vinny's show on the Blazing Rye Radio Network. Yes, I love it. The network. Yeah, we will be like a conglomerate. We'll be the conglomerate. Yes. Conglomerate. Say that six times fast. Conglomerate. 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 <laughs> By the way, Vinny just texted with exclamation points. I'm in. <laughs> that's that's the attitude. He's got a great positive attitude. I don't remember right. I've ever met anybody with a better attitude. He's gonna go well, far. He's gonna go far, think- kid. I think it's because he's been uh, barebacking all the undetectable bottoms on PNP. It could be that. It could. It could be that. <laughs> I think I didn't like. I didn't like his brother much. Uh, you know, no, my, his brother was like uh, a little mousy, a little mousy to me. <laughs> Jerry said that Vinny told me to tell you that Jerry is waiting for you outside, wherever that is. <laughs> Uh, I don't want so, so, something tells me I don't want to meet him outside. I, I don't know. I'm not going to go outside right now, though. I'm a little Just, scary of Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's like nothing like Finny. I don't know what it is. They're opposites, complete opposites. Jerry's an asshole. Speaking of mousy, yeah, do you Jerry have any news? Do you have any news on the, the dog who lives by herself in a million dollar house, Mousy? No, not yet. The news is coming. <laughs> it's been like a year and a half. I know, I know. Over a year. The album has been pushed out uh, oh, so many times. The record company uh, is just playing around with uh, Mousy, and it's just getting ridiculous. But uh, soon, the the song will drop, and when it does, it's going to be huge. It's going to change the whole game. Uh, and actually, uh, I can't wait for it either. So I, once I get it, I'm going to stream it for you, and we'll listen to it on the show. And uh, But it's coming soon. I can guarantee that. It's soon, very soon. What what format's it gonna be in? Vinyl? Tape? <laughs> Audio cassette? Eight track? No, it's gonna be eight tracks. Eight track is get Good. ready. We're going to old school and uh, the highest quality here and uh Mouse is gonna deliver something that uh, you've never heard before. Okay. Uh we're joyriding. Speaking of um uh d- formats and resolutions and devices. Uh, do you remember, so this movie keeps on coming up in, in my life recently, and I, I remember going to the theater to see it, but I don't remember who I went with, I don't remember where I saw, I don't remember what theater, I don't remember what even state I was in, but do you remember the movie Funny People? Uh, you know, I, uh, I've heard of it, I don't think I've watched it, but I've heard of it, isn't that like, uh, Jason Bigelow, or what's that, Jason Guy Siegel, right, Jason, Jason Siegel in it? <laughs> no, it's your boy Seth Rogen. Oh, Seth. Oh, Seth. <laughs> but it's Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's the main guy, and he's a comedian who gets cancer. Uh, no, I haven't seen that. No, I, uh, I heard 
is okay though. Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it, but I just don't remember when or where or anything. But so, but the the movie keeps coming up in my life recently, and in this book I'm reading and whatever. The, and and so, um, because I'm reading Judd Apatow's uh, Sick in the Head, which uh, you know he he wrote and directed and whatever. And and funny people just comes up all the time. And there's a whole section in there when he and uh, Sandler are being interviewed by Charlie Rose. Anyway, uh, you know, and I'm like, I gotta remember this movie. I don't remember like anything about this movie. So. What I did was I had it in my Amazon queue on the Blu-ray, and it was um, for uh, it was like for twelve ninety four or something. And then oh, a day wow. later, I know it's in my cart still. A day later, I notice it's twelve eighty four. And then like a day later, it's in my cart. I haven't hit order yet. It's twelve thirty four. And then <clears throat> I checked yesterday, and it was um, eleven something. So it keeps going down in price, and and I was like, I, I kept on, you know, not clicking order. And then um, I figured, you know what, there's this uh, great store by work that sells a bunch of used shit uh, called Book Off on 45th Street. So I go over to Book Off and I check the Blu-rays to see if it's there. Because usually you can get a Blu-ray for like five bucks, four bucks. It's great. And, um, and it's used, but it's great. And... Uh, I, I could it wasn't there. It wasn't in the Blu-ray section. Oh. So so then I'm thinking I'm thinking in my head, John Weeks, well what if I go over to the now I don't want a regular DVD on my beautiful four K TV, but what if I right. go over to the DVD section and see it's there. So then I go over to the DVD section and I go to the F's and I find the movie. Funny people, it's there, one oh, copy wow. and it's the um collector's edition. And I'm like, um, Okay, am I going to get this? But it's $5. And I'm like, well, that's still kind of expensive for just a regular DVD that, you know, when I really prefer the Blu-ray. And then I'm thinking in my head, well, let me go over to see the $2 DVDs. So then I walk over to the $2 DVDs to see if it's in there for $2. And then I find two copies of Funny People, but it's not the collector two-disc edition. It's the one-disc edition that must have initially come out with the movie. So it's that's not the one that I wanted, and it was it was two dollars because I was thinking in my head if it is um, two bucks and the regular DVD, then it's like a no brainer. Then I'll just get it. But it right. but it wasn't the right version. So then I go back to the one with the thing with the other with the extended version, and I go up to the mm-hmm. counter and I ask the lady, "Do you have this on Blu-ray?" And she's like, "Did you check for Blu-rays?" And I said, "Yeah." And she said, "Probably not, but this is an old sticker." And I said, "Does that mean it's cheaper if it says five dollars an old sticker?" And she goes. Maybe, probably, and then she goes and she checks it, and then she comes back. She goes, "Yup, two dollars." So I got the uh, extended wow. edition for, on the regular DVD though for two dollars. So you know, in the end, it was it was a good deal. It was a good deal. In the end. Great deal. It was. It sounds like you're real, uh, you know, just over there. You gumshoe over there. You really investigated the place. You found the movies. You compared. You found it and. Uh, you, got, you, you know, that's pretty awesome. $2 is a great deal for the uh, extended version. I mean, that's uh, ridiculous. I mean, you, you know me. Movie you wanted to see. I'm all about resolution. If I don't have my resolution, it's a problem. And, uh, you know, in this case, I, I popped it in last night, and uh, and it looks pretty good. It doesn't – it's not Blu-ray, though. It's not – like, it. Like the TV's good about upscaling. Oh, you are such a perfectionist. You're ridiculous. But actually, you know, not not to make it all dark right now, but you know what was crazy is when I started playing it last night, um, then this movie came out in, what, 2009 or something, so long before this happened, but um, right. one of the one of the comedians, because it's about stand-up comedians, and Adam Sandler's a really successful one, 
and uh, in the in the movie, and kind of loosely based on his real life. Except anyway, there's a comedian. I think it might be Seth Rogen who goes up there um, after Sandler's set, and he's like, he does a few jokes, and people are kind of laughing, and then he's like, all right, I'll see you later. Uh, Robin Williams is coming up, and he's gonna slit his wrists. And like that was Ooh. a line in Funny People, which was long before Robin Williams committed suicide. Oh my gosh, that's like a prophetic. Yeah, that's foreshadowing. Oh my very, God, that's scary. Very scary shit. Yeah, but apparently it was you know known, especially among comedians, how how sad he was. I guess it's very very sad. If he was so sad, I don't understand why people didn't reach out to him. I mean, the guy was such a generous guy. I mean, he uh, you know tried to make everybody else laugh, but nobody. Uh, that's the sad part, I think. You know, and it's just you know when I heard. I heard his wife talk about it, and I don't know. She didn't seem 100% too sincere. And, uh, I mean, he had a lot of problems, but I, and I don't know how you would handle it, but I don't know. I just uh, feel like the guy, you know, towards the end of his life had nobody there for him. And, yeah, well, that's, you know, and then the, that's sad. Sad. Yeah, and the, and, the, and the wife is saying that, you know, he, it, it's not depression that kills him. It's the um, disease he was diagnosed with, and... Uh, and then I was thinking, like, like uh, I mean, when it comes to suicide, doesn't there, there pretty much kind of right. has to be some form of depression unless unless right. you're, like, super, super, like, sick and, uh, you know, like a, an assisted suicide situation, I guess. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't want to say anything right. else because I love right. him and miss him and I don't want to turn the show all dark. But, um, right. uh, uh, anyway, what's your... You found the movie. I mean, how was the movie, though? Was it, like... Oh, why was this movie coming back in your life so much? I don't get well, it. Why? Mainly, why? Mainly because I'm reading about the uh, reading the Judd Apatow book and whatnot, okay. and, and you know he says, and then and then it, it just keeps coming up in other. And yeah, it's weird. It keeps coming up, and I, I can't think of other examples now. But it keeps coming up, and it's uh, it, I haven't. I only watched the beginning, and and then I, I fell asleep. Um, so you, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it yeah, tonight. I gotta watch it, but you know it's a little grainy with the resolution. Um, uh, <laughs> too much. But it does look pretty good. It does like it does look pretty amazing for a regular DVD. Like the TV does a great a job of upscaling. A little grainy. You are little, just so Mike. A little grainy. Uh, mainly the text. You know, like the picture is pretty fucking clear, but the text, like when it says Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen, that's when it's real blurry. Like the text. So I guess the picture is pretty good. Anyway. Well, uh, I mean, the text is like it's just in the beginning and the end. I mean, you don't need the text. You get rid of the text. I need clear text. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, what's your favorite scene? It's she's the main man, but everybody, but everybody, but main It's got to be. This is probably really one of my favorite scenes. Uh, Amanda Baines plays this great uh, character, uh, you know, and uh, it's, it takes place in a garage in a famous, you know, I think it's a Chicago suburb. And uh, it's a, it's a, it's a good film, a great film, a great childhood film. Uh, right there it goes. All right. And there's two characters here, so it might get kind of confusing. It's one of those terrible. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll see what I can do there. But what do you say? She plays a bird in Chicago. She plays. No, she plays. She plays. She plays a character named Cameron in uh, in, in a suburb of Chicago, and there's two friends trying to have a good day off. Uh, <laughs> shit. Dented the shit out of it. Good. My father will come home and he'll see what I did. I can't hide this. He'll come home and he'll see what I did and he'll have to deal with me. 
I don't care. I really don't. I'm just tired of being afraid. The hell with him. Can't wait to see the look on the bastard's face. Uh, what did I do? What did I do? Uh, Cameron, you killed the car. Uh, holy shit. Cameron, it's my fault. I'll take the heat for it. We'll wait for your father to come home, and when he gets here, I'll tell him that I did it. He hates me anyway. No, no, I'll take it. No, you, you don't want this much heat, Cameron. If I didn't want it, I wouldn't have let you take the car out this morning. I made you take the car this morning. I could have stopped you, you know. It is possible to stop Mr. Fuehler's, or Ferris Bueller. No, I want it. I'm going to take it. When Morris comes home, he and I will just have a little chat. It's cool. No, it's going to be good. Thanks, anyway. And cue the 80s music, and it's... What am I, you know, I'm not doing it any justice, and the dialogue is not great, but you've got to watch it on YouTube. It's, it's, or, or in the movie. But that's my favorite scene. She's a very, 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 very <laughs> that, was the, that was the worst one you've ever done. Just based on the ending. I think, that, I think that was by far the worst. <laughs> the ending was terrible. It, it was awful. It was it was just awful. It was. I, I was sitting here like I was sitting here like Bueller, Bueller. <laughs> it's still one of my favorite movies, and uh, actually, that was one of my really one of my favorite scenes in any major Amanda Baines movie. You know, he he, <laughs> he killed he killed a, a mother and daughter. Matthew Broderick did. I know. I saw that. I was. Uh, Yes, you're the one who told me about it, like, many years back. Yeah. Uh, and then I read about it, and terrible. I mean, <laughs> he really did kill two people. I mean, he's a, that's an awful uh, experience. It's horrible. Apparently, the family's forgiven him, but, jeez. I mean, terrible. that's awful, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was an accident. How, uh, that's yeah. tough. How do you uh, go forward with that? You know, that's that's a lot of grief. I don't know. He became like the most likable guy in Hollywood, though. Yeah, he, is. he still is. I mean, he still yeah. looks like he's uh, twenty years old. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, yeah. He and uh, your boy Jimmy Fallon are America's sweethearts. <laughs> I wonder if really Fallon are. ever killed the guy. Okay. I bet he did. You know, yeah. With, with his uh, with his show, he probably he killed <laughs> millions every night. You know, it's odd. I was talking to we were walking to the work holiday party last night, and I was talking to my colleague. Uh, is Jack and Mac, and uh, we were. I said Mac. It's Matt. Jack and Matt. We were walking, and um, I said something. They were complaining about Stephen Colbert, and I said, "Yeah, but you know what's odd is though on Friday night I was turned. I turned on uh, Colbert. I turned on Fallon, and I turned on Kimmel. And by far, Colbert was the most watchable of the three. And then right. Jack goes right, but." Those other two are insufferable. So, like uh, that, like you never hear that about Fallon ever. So that was refreshing. And um, and and then also he was like trying to figure out a dance or something, and he kept punching me. And I said, "Stop punching me, bro!" And he said, "Dude, I was trying to nay nay." Dude, I'm trying to nay nay. Watch me nay nay. <laughs> what? Is, can you do that again? Watch me nip. Watch me, nay nay. It's not nip. It's whip. You dick. Oh, it's... Well, nip. What? What is a nip? Watch me nip. <laughs> Nipple? I don't know. Like a nip slip? Like Britney <laughs> Spears? Watch I me have no nip. idea. I don't know what the the kids are doing now. <laughs> yeah, how do you think the, the kids were dancing? They were taking their blouses off. Anyway, um, 
I think I've done this one before, but it, it bears repeating. It's from a movie called uh, She's a Man, Man, Feature Amanda Bane's Bane, colon, uh, Barbershop. And Amanda Baines plays an old barber named Eddie. And uh, he's got, like, Frederick Douglass kind of hair, like it's, you know, all big, big hair. And uh, and he and he is towards the end of the movie when he's talking to the owner of the barbershop, Calvin. And, and he's talking about how, you know, Calvin should not have sold the barbershop as he did. And so... Eddie, Amanda Baines, just gives an Oscar-worthy performance. I don't know how she wasn't nominated for Supporting Actor for this, but she says, Boy, look! Look, look! Your daddy may not have had a whole lot of money. Oh, but he was rich because he invested in people. What you think? You think I was the only one he gave a job to, Calvin? No! That man opened up the door to anybody and any knucklehead around here in the city of Chicago wanted to come down here and make somebody out of themselves. Gave the opportunity to be somebody, a licensed professional barber. Now, me, myself, personally, I wouldn't give half these bell jumpers the opportunity, but you know, it's just hard enough. You sit in there, you try to cut somebody's head and got to worry about this fool over there trying to shank you. But let me tell you something. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I was glad I was here. And now you. And that's my favorite scene. He's a man, man, feature man, the brains, man. Wow. Yes. 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 The voice, the voice, the, uh, just the, the tone, uh, it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I really don't know how that entertainer. I mean, Amanda Bynes wasn't nominated for an Oscar, but it was just incredible. She should have been nominated a million times. The way we've, uh, you know, the, the the many scenes that we've gone over and reviewed over the years, she's one yes. of the best actors, actresses <laughs> of all time. She's in a lot of classics, yes. A lot of classics. She can be a man and a woman at the same time. And, she's uh, a man. She's, she's, she's a man. Yes, yeah, she's a man. She's a man. She's a man. She's a man doing the nay-nay. <laughs> and nip. So uh, <laughs> with her, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she was tweeting her nips. Um, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. If you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking thing, John Weeks? <laughs> you're going to take her out. You're going to go party out with Cy in New York. You're going to go get some uh, Vanessa's hot dumps. <laughs> you're going to start doing the Gangnam Style dance with your mother, sister, mother, father, gentleman. And uh, you're just going to have a great time and uh, go nuts with that and get a billion views on YouTube, just like Cy, my favorite uh, musician of all time. <laughs> because he ruined Michael Buble. In a way, in a way Cy ruined music. Like we, <laughs> talked about, we talked about Hootie ruining rock. We talked about uh, 50 Cent Eminem. and Eminem ruining rap. Cy ruined music, as it is. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me actually that reminds me of this when I was um, 12 years old I was at a play and uh, we were actually at, at, uh, Rip Torn was at the after party because his wife directed a play and um, this was his new wife because unfortunately the old one was long gone and Ooh. Rip has 
Rip has this reputation of getting very drunk, and he's worried the cops are going to come after him. He's very paranoid. And, uh, I mean, he's a very nice guy, though. And after the play, we were all at a, a restaurant at the after party, and he was going around, and he was arm wrestling everyone in the room, and uh, he was beating everybody. But, and then it got to me, and I had the grip, and and I beat him. And then he, after that, he goes, he goes, somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> I told that story to my dad. He loved it. What did he, he say? He loved it. I don't know why he loves Rip Torn so much, but he loved Rip Torn, and he loved that story. And uh, uh, I, I got to have you tell it to him one day. No, that's okay. <laughs> Okay. No thanks. <laughs> but tell me about that. What, what, what happened? You? How did it even come up? Tell me. Tell, tell me the whole story, and then we'll go. I don't know why it came up, but my dad was just talking about Rip Torn. I don't know how it came up, and then he started uh, googling him and Wikipedia him, and just trying Ew. to find the story about how he robbed that bank. Yeah. Uh, or or what or went into that that he bank into mistakenly thinking it was his home. Right. And at gunpoint. Uh, at gunpoint, yeah. And, uh, you know, that I, I was like, my friend's got a really funny story about Rip Torn. And I told him, and it was, was of course, not near as funny as you do, uh, or DeMar. And uh, he loved it. He was dying to laughter. I've never seen him laugh that much. And uh, he, was, he was just, I don't know what it is. He's got, like, some fascination with uh, Rip Torn. He loves him. He thinks he's like the man. <laughs> Let me ask you something. You be honest here. Be honest for once here, Weeks. I, I kind of, okay. I'm, fit, I'm fitting to hear the original story right now. Do you have two minutes to hear it right now? Do you or do you got to go? Yeah, I got two minutes to hear it. Yeah. All right. Let's let's play. This is the original version of the greatest story ever told, in my opinion, <laughs> and Weeks's dad as well. In it's, my opinion. Yes, the Rip Torn story told by this is right up there with Jay Thomas's Lone Ranger story that he told on Letterman every year. All right. Yes. Here we go. This is the Rip Torn story. Here we go. Do you do any impressions? Uh, some. Uh, okay, what's your best one? Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> trying to, trying to think. You know, I can do a rip torn. That's my gravel voice. Ah, uh, somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> Who's that rip torn? Yeah, I, it's funny though, I actually did meet him. Um, right, I remember. Um, we were actually having dinner. A good friend of mine um, was doing a play, and he, his director was Ritorn's wife, um, his new wife, because his old one, um, unfortunately, is long gone. But we had dinner one night, and Rip, I mean, Rip has this history of pretty much being worried that the cops are going to get him. I mean, this whole craziness. Um, thank God now he's out of rehab. Apparently he's doing a lot better than he did, which is makes me really happy because he, he was a really nice guy. And I enjoyed talking to him. But he was a little drunk. You know, he drank a lot. The wife was a little nervous. And I remember yeah. he challenged us, all of us, to an arm wrestling match. 
and he beat everybody. When it came to me, I had to grip on him. And people were like, oh, oh, like, oh, my God. You can't do that to Rip Torn. And so I beat him. And after that, he sort of says, he says, Somebody owes me a martini, and the whole <laughs> table cracks up. Like, Somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> Were you the youngest person there? Yes, I was. That was the ironic part. Do you think that he let you in? No, actually not, because he was really being forceful. <laughs> Yikes. Rip Torn was being forceful with you? Oh, my God. He's strong, but he didn't exactly beat me, so. Somebody owes me a marking. Okay. Huh? Yeah, somebody owes me a marking. I mean, I you know, the part of that, at the very beginning, he, when he's like, um, when he's like, I actually met him, and I said, yeah, I remember. Like, I was so dismissive about it. What if I didn't – I almost didn't allow him to tell the greatest story of all time, and then we wouldn't be doing the show right right now. I know. You almost didn't, but you you did. You got, you got very curious about it, uh, especially when he uh, did the uh, – somebody owes me a martini line, and, uh, you know, I, I, you went right into it. I think that was the best piece – of radio history and the best story ever told in, in the history of stories ever told. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. It's, it's amazing. It is the greatest story ever told in the history of stories ever told. Yes. And it was almost not told. Yes. That was the amazing thing about it. It was almost never told. <laughs> the greatest story almost never told. Just putting it up yeah. in, insert it, and then just pull the cardboard out. Put put it up in what? You said serve in your, it. The vagina. In the what? Yeah. <laughs> in your butt. Uh, your. Uh, did you did you say in my in my butt? Your butt. <laughs> yeah. Up, you know. Up the front of your butt. Just stick it in there. <laughs> so, are you supposed oh to wear the tampon um, when you're when you're having your period, or just like you're just supposed to? Put it in when you're having sex. It's not a. T- it's just. Like, it's like a female condom, right, or something, or what? What is this? Like, I think it has. <laughs> I think it has HIV preventative medicine in it. So I'm not really sure. I don't know if you wear it all the time and it soaks up the medicine up in in the cooch. Because you gotta think. Because you gotta think about this. If you're having, if you're on your period, and you that's when you, that's the absolute time where you'd want to have protected sex because that's when. The chances are increased for getting HIV is that there's blood being passed from back and yeah. forth, you know? So it's funny. It's like, so calling it a tampon, even if you're supposed to wear it any time, it's just weird to me that they would call it an HIV-preventing tampon. It's strange. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it, I wish there was, it's, it's, it's difficult to talk about these things when there's not a woman on the air, you know what I mean? I always feel slightly like like a jerk having comments about, you know. I, <laughs> okay, so anyway, yeah, but that's that's interesting. <laughs> so that was I, owner. I really think we gotta get owner back on the show oh, somehow. Yeah. He was amazing. Actually, amazing. you're you're so right. And I got lunch with Jason, our friend Jason, yesterday, who did a movie with owner. And th- that guy that you just heard talking was this owner to Kel, who's a filmmaker, and he's hilarious, as you can see. Um, <laughs> uh, or or you're very offended. Either way, 
he's fine by it. Um, but Jason yes. asked me yesterday at lunch, he was like, have you seen Applesauce, owner's new movie? And I said, no, I saw something about it on like, Twitter or something. And then he was like, yeah, it's rentable. And Jason rented it and said that I would love it. So I think, you know, I got to do, that's the next thing I got to rent. In you two weeks, we got to rent the Applesauce by owner to Kel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's rent it and then let's get him on the show. Yeah, it's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, okay, yeah, good idea. Let's, let's get a beer with him. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was at a play. No, I'm just kidding. All right, Weeks, good night. <laughs> Don't get captured. Paper towels, going to bed. Good night, Weeks. Good night, good everybody. Night, good night. Good night. Good night.